Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast, quick hitter edition. We are back dropping a non-scheduled episode just for you guys. We maybe talked about it uh, on our previous episode that drops every single Monday, but we figured it's the NFL playoffs. We got to break it down. These huge divisional matchups, we got to talk about it. And so I forced Mike to get on the phone to get on the phone at 7:30 in the in the afternoon or in the evening. Uh, breaking up his very busy day. He's got a lot of people to see. He's doing autographs. He's tweeting. He's doing a lot of stuff. And I convinced him to hop on today to give you guys an extra special episode talking NFL divisional playoffs. Um, that way we don't have to cover it on our ever our regularly scheduled programming because we'll actually you know know the results. So going in, Mike, um, you know, only one upset, I guess, um, you know, we'll, we'll get to each game, I guess, but the Niners are the only team that pulled off the actual upset, right? Is that, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So just to break down the matchups real quick, we've got Bengals, Titans, we got 49ers, Packers, we've got, um, uh, we've got Bucks and Rams and we've got the Chiefs and the Bills. So a rematch of the AFC conference game, but let's just go in order here, Mike. First game Saturday, we've got the Tennessee Titans, the number one seed against JB, your boy, Joe Burrow, and them Cincinnati Hootay Bengals um, getting their first playoff win in 31 years. We talked about that on uh, our last episode. Um, who's the favorite right now? I'm assuming Tennessee's got to be the favorite, right? The red home of the number one seed. Is Derek yeah, so all, yeah, so all the home teams are favored. Okay. So so okay. the ones and the twos are all yeah. So Yeah, that makes sense. Now it's depending on the numbers, but they're all favored. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is Derek Henry playing for Tennessee this week? Uh, he's activated and practicing, so he should be playing. Okay. That'll be an interesting dynamic to see how many touches <laughs> he really gets. Uh, but if he's anything like Cam Akers was for the Rams, a full load, clearly. So it's just kind of what happens. Um, going into this game, though, I mean, clearly Cincinnati, obviously the underdogs here, right? And it's, it's, it's all going to come down to, in my opinion, if Derek Henry is at 90%, he's going to get 18 touches at minimum. You know, it's all going to come down, in my opinion, to two factors. And I don't know how you feel about this coming away from the Raiders game where they had a hard time scoring in the red zone and Tennessee's defense, I think, has played above its head a little bit throughout the entire year. That coupled with the fact of being able to stop Derrick Henry are really Cincinnati's two keys to this game is when they get in the red zone, you got to score touchdowns and stopping Derrick Henry and making Ryan Tannehill beat you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this one's tough for me. This is the one. I know the least amount about really that's interesting. and not necessarily, not necessarily the one I care less about, but I'm yeah. just like, like this one, I can't pick like yeah. all the other three. I have a very good, like, yeah, I have I a very like good question for you when that we get to chiefs bills, which we'll talk about in a minute, yeah, but, but a, uh, <laughs> that's fun. Um, I, I agree with you. I think but both this, of these teams are weirdly enough under the radar, even Tennessee, mm -hmm. who's the number one seed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if it, if it was, if the chiefs would have beat the Bengals. Yeah. And it would have been Chiefs, Bengals, Titans, Bills. We would yep. know who wins those matchups, or we would have a really good idea. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Like yeah. we would go, Bills, Chiefs probably win those games. Yep. But because of how the seeding is now, it's like Bengals, Titans. Yeah. So and which then, one's going to go to the AFC championship game? Like it's weird that one of them are going to be in there. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, one of these two teams is going to be in the AFC title game. That's different. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it's underwhelming because they obviously deserve to be there. They're both very good mm -hmm. football teams, but it's also like. All right. It's almost yeah. kind of one of those things where like, I kind of wish that it would be Bill's Chiefs in the AFC title game just a little bit, but you know, yeah. I guess it is what it is. Um, 
you know, going into it, what are your concerns if you're Cincinnati, right? You're a young team, right? You're probably a little bit ahead of schedule, in my opinion, on this rebuild. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is predicting playoffs this year, getting their first playoff win over a above average Raiders team, I would say. Um, what, what are your thoughts going into this game? Tennessee is obviously going to be the favorite. They have the playoff experience. They've been, they've gotten far of the beat Patriots. They've done things in the past, right. To kind of give you like, okay, this is clearly Tennessee's game to lose, but um, is it just relying upon Joe Burrow? Is it the defense? What is your key for you? When it comes to Cincinnati getting the dub here. Uh, I think it's all Joe cool Burrow mm-hmm. and his, and his big bud, uh, Jamar Chase just having a phenomenal day. Yeah. Um, I think, Defensively, I don't know if they're going to be able to stop Tennessee much. Yeah, honestly, like that the run game plus we talked about like this was the team at the start of the year where you were like you have Julio Jones, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry. How are you going to stop them? Yeah, well, injuries actually stop them. That's how you stop them. But now turf really killed them. Turf really hurts (laughs) a lot. Um, But when you don't have those injuries and it's just and and it's just one of the three or two of the three, they're very Mm -hmm. stoppable. And now when all three are there, it's like well, you're not going to stop the offense. No. So now you got to put up points with them. So if Joe Burrow has to have a 300 yard, four touchdown game, Jamar Chase has to be there, or else I don't think they have any chance of winning. Yeah, I think this is going to be a real uphill battle for them. I, I did. If you're coming away from Cincinnati, I think we're looking at a little bit rose colored glasses because you get that first win in 30 years. It is, it, it was to me, the biggest thing that took away from that game for me was Cincinnati couldn't score. They could not score. They were driving. They had no problem mm-hmm. getting to the 30-yard line. But once they got there, it was like all of a sudden everything got a lot tighter. You couldn't take the top off the defense because there's no top to take off. It was just beat me. And I, and they mm-hmm. had a difficulty doing that. They don't have – as much as I like T. Higgins, um, he is not – he's not a burner, right? He's a bigger mm-hmm. guy. So he's, the, he just in – that, in that particular area, he doesn't necessarily do a lot for me. And because of that – okay, I'm going to keep two guys on Jamar Chase. I'm going to force anybody else to beat me, anybody else to beat me right here. And and right now, I don't know if Cincinnati necessarily has another guy to mm-hmm. consistently bring that extra weaponry to, to stop Tennessee, who I think that Tannehill is going to be all up in all love all day. On yeah. The, you know? Yeah. This, this Cincinnati offense is a lot of like the Lions 2011 offense yeah. where where's you're Calvin? like, okay, so where's Calvin? All right. So you're going to double, triple team him. Now one on one, everyone else because no one else can really beat you. Yeah. So you're like Joe's like, I'm gonna try to get to other guys, but at the end of the day, it's going to Jamar Chase. So yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Give, so, me a, give me a score for this game. You know, I think we both have Tennessee probably walking away from it. I think Cincinnati mm-hmm. is still a year or two away from really kind of being in that upper echelon. They need a pass rush. The defense needs a lot of work, uh, in my opinion. Um, the offensive line needs some help. So I just don't think that they're there yet. Um, mm-hmm. but if you're Cincinnati, you're thinking, oh man, future's bright. And you've got a three-year yeah. window basically to spend as much money as you can to get, yeah. to get before you got to pay borough. Yeah. I would say like a Tennessee 27, 21 over yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be an overly high scoring game. They're, neither mm-hmm. one of these, I like uh, Cincinnati is one of those teams where they can score quickly, but you know, whether it's consistently and then same thing with Tennessee, they're not, they would rather be a 13 to 10 game because that means yeah. they ran the ball effectively the whole game and maintained the clock. Um, yeah, the over under set at 47, which I'm like, yeah, that's a yeah, 27 21. That's mm-hmm. about exactly yeah. where it's at. Yeah. And the spread's three and a half for Tennessee. So. And I think that's fair, that's right? Ten- I don't think Tennessee's done anything this year where it makes you go, holy crap, look at this buzzsaw of a team. They've just been mm-hmm. quietly good and consistent for a good chunk of the year. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's all you need in these playoffs. 
Um, all right, let's shift for the other, the primetime game on Saturday. We got the San Francisco 49ers who pull out the big upset against the Cowboys, which I'm going to, we're going to talk about in a second here, but, um, and, uh, going to Lambeau to face AA Ron and the green Bay Packers. Um, this is the game that I have a lot of rooting interest for. Cause I really, really, really want the San Francisco 49ers to win this, this football game. Um, but before we get to this matchup real fast, and we may even talk about this on the actual show this, this weekend, but did when you watch this game and I don't mm-hmm. even want to talk about the QB draw particularly, cause that was okay. hilarious. Okay. Okay. Did you watch the full game, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like, like most. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So you watched the fourth quarter though, right? Yes. Okay. Did it feel like to you that during the fourth quarter, neither team actively wanted to win this football game to you? Where it was like the yes. Niners are like, we're in cruise control. Never mind. Jimmy G's like, I'm going to throw the worst interception possible here. Mm-hmm. And then Dallas turns it over. And then all you need to do is quarterback sneak it to get the first down. And then you motion your tackle, and then you don't allow him to get set. And then it forces you to punt to give Dallas a chance, which they inevitably blow. It just felt like to me, everyone's like, no, no, no. I'm going to out dumb coach you. No, 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 no. I'm going to make a dumber decision. And Dallas was like, no, no, no. We are the king of dumb decisions. Watch this QB draw. No timeouts, 14 seconds left. And Dak's going to run 22, 20 extra yards. You know what I mean? I just, that's how it looked like to me where Kyle Shanahan's like, um, I've blown a 28 to three lead before. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to know this. I stopped running the football against Kansas city and started throwing <laughs> and let them win a Super Bowl. I'm yeah. the king. And Mike McCarthy's like, I didn't win multiple Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers. I know how to fuck things up. That's yeah. literally what it felt like to me. It's exactly what it was. And that's hysterical. This is why <laughs> when you when we look at the betting odds here, oh my God. five and a half point favorites for you. And they're by far the biggest. Like, like it's yeah. them and then Tennessee are the two biggest ones. This one's really? five and a half. Yeah. That's interesting. They they have the Bucks and the Chiefs at closer spreads than this. But okay. I was like, I was like, man, Green Bay, as long as they don't mess up, they're okay. fine because okay. Kyle so, Shane is awful. Now, let me ask you this, though, because this game to me feels a lot closer. And he, let me let me make this I, pitch I to you. Let me make this pitch to you and then tell me how you feel. You would do a lot better job of convincing me than I do you. You're very steadfast in your convictions. That's why I love you. But in, in this moment, OK, I'm going to okay. I'm going I'm to take you back. OK, I'm going to take you back okay. a little ways. OK, OK. Every single time that I, in recent memory especially Mm -hmm. this regime of 49ers, meaning the Kyle Shanahan 49ers, okay? Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers do not play well against the San Francisco 49ers. They they squeaked out a win in the regular season, 30 to 28. The last time they played in the NFC title game, Rodgers got demolished. Garoppolo threw eight, yes, eight passes. And they won in a convincing manner. Now, Obviously, this 49er team is not that 49er team. I understand that. However, if Bosa plays, which is kind of iffy at the moment, right? But if if they can get pressure and they can do the things that they run the ball so effectively, I feel like this is a this is gonna be a closer game than people imagine because everything that the Niners do well sucks the life out of the Packers. They run <laughs> the ball well, they usually, usually don't turn the ball over and do something stupid. And they, they rush the passer. They don't let Rodgers sit back there for 97 seconds and let Devontae Adams kill you. I don't, maybe this is just because I so badly don't want the Packers to win the Super Bowl that I'm trying to talk myself into this. But at the same time, the Niners historically 
have played really well against Aaron Rodgers, even though Aaron Rodgers has been out of his mind in, mm-hmm. in other seasons before. It just feels like they have his number and they do things where they they don't let ever him they don't let him ever get in rhythm. I guess is yeah. the best way of putting that. Yeah. See, I wouldn't disagree with most of that. The problem I have with that is um, the Packers from the last like three weeks yeah. are only getting healthier. Yeah. And so like. Took that L to you the look Lions, like, though, huh? No. They took that L to the Lions. Um, but, like, when they played week three, it was 28 to 25. And everyone yeah. was like, oh, the 49ers can compete. I go, yeah, but you were missing, like, three offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have them back now. You're yeah. missing Jail Alexander, one of the best corners. He's coming back next yeah. for the 49ers game. Mm-hmm. So, like, that Whitney Merciless, who should not even be playing with, like, two torn biceps, <laughs> is now back in practicing. So, like, all these guys are just miraculously coming back this week. And I'm like, you're just getting more and more ammo to a oh, team yeah. that's already the number one seed and already clearly, like, not maybe not clearly the best team, but, like, definitely on top of the oh, NFC yeah. there, right there now. There should be a favorite to go in, obviously, yeah. right? So, yeah, so to me, you, like, to bring up all these, like, mm-hmm. run the ball and you can run it down their throat, stuff like, you could try to say all that, but, like, a team that's 14-3 to three that's only getting healthier and better, yeah. I just don't see a way the 49ers can win. You know what's funny to me, too, is I'm looking at this. And Jimmy Garoppolo's on the other side. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo blows, Um, and I will not hear anything to the contrary. He's not good. That pass to me went, this is why they traded up for Trey Lance. That pass to me right there was when this is why. Because in a crucial moment like that, throw it away. You you throw it away. It's not hard. Throw the ball away. You're out of the pocket. And and I'm not saying this is going to be a 21-point game by any means. But, like, I'm just saying that, like, even if the 49ers are winning by three in the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's going to let Aaron Rodgers get the ball one more or time Kyle and Shanahan they're going to go score. Something stupid. The exactly. only only saving grace I have for the Niners is twofold. Number one, their pass rush because their pass rush, even without Bosa, is still very, very good. They're very deep mm-hmm. at that position. Um, their defense is playing out of their mind right now. And then two, I will say this, for whatever reason, Kyle Shanahan in games that he is not supposed to win is a wizard. I don't know what it no. is, but we've seen it against the Rams. We've seen it against, um, we saw it against Kansas city in the super bowl where it's just mm-hmm. like they, he puts together a game plan where he basically says, Oh, we, we if we're playing the Rams, okay. They want to get the ball as many times as possible. Cause they want to take a ton of shots. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to run the ball 18 times in a row. You're not going to be able to stop it. And we're going to take 19 minutes off the clock. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I am extremely interested to see this matchup. Now, I think it's going to go one of two ways. Either Green Bay jumps out to a 17-point lead and we go, all right, well, let's see what else is on. Or or this game is close down to the nitty-gritty where it comes down to a possession or two. And mm-hmm. it's just at that point, this is where it goes. Man, if you only didn't have Garoppolo and you had somebody else, then maybe I could be feel confident in this position. And that's what I think is even yeah, if yeah. Trey Lance is more experienced, I'd probably feel more confident going, all right, you have Trey Lance, so maybe you have a shot. Right. But like it's right. It's Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Garoppolo. It's yeah. such a fast. I am looking so forward to the matchup of Jair versus Debo. That's going to be a great matchup. A mm-hmm. lot. You know, Debo Samuel to me, really, I know the Cooper Cup fad is like going crazy right now and i get it right the numbers speak for themselves but 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 debo samuel playing running back receiver quarterback defensive back kicker punter center whatever that he needs to do for the team to win is insane to me and he is Mm -hmm. i think he's a big x factor for them um and i think offensive line play for the niners i'm gonna say this though the niners rush for 200 yards in this game i think they win this game yeah, if, I just don't if, think they if, will. I don't, I don't think they will either, but I just like that's that's to me, that. that's the that's the benchmark for me because the Niners, for whatever, like I said, when Rodgers plays them, it's just like 
I don't know what happens now. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. it wasn't, and maybe because it's not in the NFC title game, he doesn't poop his pampers, but it's just seems like for whatever reason, this is the, a really bad matchup for the Packers out of the teams out of, yeah. a, out of a different scenario. Like the, I yeah. think they would have loved to have played the Cowboys or the Rams in this situation. Ooh, Cowboys. Yes. Rams. I don't know. Rams. Yeah. Rams, yeah, I know. And Rams we're going to get there. We're going to save um, that for, yeah, we're going to say that. I was wondering. Yeah. So, so on the show yeah. this past Monday, we talked about how um, the reps were, you know, screwed people out or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of our topics. Mm-hmm. And to watch this Cowboys game, when the referee bumped in the deck, yep. I thought people were just going to – and the people did go berserk over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were just going crazy over that. Yeah. And then I looked at it, like they showed the replay of Dak handing the ball to the center yep. and the center spotting the ball trying to snap the ball. And I went, I don't even feel bad anymore. No, you know, and that's it, why – like, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned that because I didn't bring that up specifically because of that because everybody in the world knows that the ref has to touch the ball. Everybody, except Dak that, Prescott, except Dak Prescott and Zach and Martin, apparently, like yeah. those are the only two people who don't know. So in my mind, I go, "You're an idiot." I, first mm-hmm. off, the play call abysmal, and, and I can't wait. We're going to save that topic specifically and what this means for Dallas uh, in, the, mm-hmm. in the because I do think it's important to talk about when it comes to teams like this. We're going to talk about the Cardinals and what the hell happened there, but um, in that particular scene, I honestly don't feel that the ref actively did anything wrong. I think the ref mm-hmm. moved his ass to get the ball and tried to get out of the way. That's how I interpreted yeah. it in my yeah. mind. I didn't think the ref caused any time to go off the clock because at the end of the day, you weren't getting that ball off. If the ref never touches you, it and wasn't did, happening. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then there was the one where they did the fake punt and then yeah. they kept their punt team on. Until like 10 seconds. And, and then, then they sunk. got a delay of game. Then they got then, a delay of game. And then the ref was standing there. Everyone was like, well, the ref was standing right there. Oh, I was my like, gosh. Because the defense has to sub. Do you not know the rules yeah, of yeah, this Yeah, exactly. Like, you sub. You have to allow the defense to sub. And I was like, mm-hmm. I am so confused as what's – like I said, they tried to out-coach themselves into a loss. It mm-hmm. was it's crazy, insane to me on so many levels. And I can't wait to talk. We're going to talk more about that, especially, uh, you know, next week because that's going to be something that I think is is – a low key factor and sometimes a little bit of a worry for me when it comes to Dan Campbell is out coaching themselves. Right? I, I think, and I think that's a big problem. That can happen. Yeah. In like you a playoff I mean? game. I think yeah. you would try now if we get to the playoffs, then I'll be thrilled. So maybe I won't recognize it as fast, but that's, that's when Mike's job comes and tell me you're an idiot. So that's, that's what we rely upon Mike for. All right, <laughs> let's shift here. Let's go to the Sunday game. Oh, first off real quick. What do you got for score here? Oh, I have a 31, 21 package. All right. I'm going to say, 20, Everyone losing gets 21. 24-23 Niners. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to will it into existence. It's not going to happen, and Rodgers is going to throw four touchdowns in the first quarter, and I'm going to look like an idiot, and that's fine. Um, but I'm going to try to will it to existence. Norman, my uncle, he's a, the biggest Niners fan ever. This one's for you, buddy. Um, all right, let's shift here. Let's go to the Sunday games. Um, let's let's talk Rams Bucks first, um, just because that's the chronological order, right? There's the three o'clock game. Okay. So obviously, right. We're going to talk about the Matt Stafford getting his first playoff win and how it literally doesn't matter at all. Cause when quarterback wins aren't a stat, but it's fine. Um, but, uh, and Mike shakes his head in agreement. Thank you. But, um, this game to me has uh, the chiefs bills game is intriguing for a whole different set of reasons. In my opinion, this game though, has the once again i feel like the nfc is so volatile where it's either going to be a blowout for the favorite or it's going to be close i don't have that feeling at all for the afc i think both afc games are going to be relatively tight um Mm -hmm. this this game in particular bucks rams 
the Rams are so streaky. And it's one of those things where it's like, if they're hot and you just go, damn, there is nobody better. Right. When mm-hmm. everybody is firing on all cylinders, when they're able to run the ball, when Aaron Donald actively looks like Aaron Donald, you just, it's just a totally different team. But you also see that team where you go, this team's hot garbage and you cannot win the ball throwing it 50 times. You're just not going to, it's just not a thing. Um, and then the bucks, could the Bucs have any more injuries at the worst possible times? I mean, Tristan Worst might not be playing right now. Um, I forgot that Godwin was out already. So I was mm-hmm. watching the game against the Eagles, and I go, there's Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, and another dude I've never heard of before. And I was like, good Lord, the Eagles are not good. Um, mm-hmm. And so and you look at that, Fournette's coming off an injury. The defense is not 100%. You're without um, their starting corner, Sean Murphy Bunting. He's been out all year. I it's setting up for a Rams upset, man, but I, I don't feel confident enough to take them either. So I don't know how you feel about this game, dude. I am so torn because I want it so bad for the Rams. I want it mm-hmm. so bad for Stafford. I don't care about my Lions fandom at this moment, it, it, whether they're picking 23 or 30, they'll find their guy. It's not, a, I'm not concerned by it. I don't know what to do, Mike. <laughs> I don't know. What to do. um, I'm so torn. I don't want, I don't see. feel like I can take the Rams in this situation because it's Brady. I don't know. I think I think this game has a lot of Rams recency bias on it. It does, one hundred percent, a thousand. Because I think I think if this was the wild card game, yeah, I think everyone's like, oh, it's oh, Bucks, like, Bucks by fifteen, easily. yeah, for because sure. you just saw the 49ers game and Stafford yeah. just threw the game away with two interceptions late in the game. Like they were like, oh, okay, yeah, there we go. But and then you watch this last game and Stafford has a perfect passer rating and the mm-hmm. team just looks like it's firing and you're like, I don't know, I don't know anymore. Yeah, right. Um, this one's tough. Um, it, it is. It does come down to what Rams team does show up for me. A thousand percent um, for me. A thousand percent. I think I, I would take Bucks very slightly yeah, over yeah, the Rams. I think I am too. Um, because I don't believe that coming off of this high win mm-hmm. on a Monday night on, in, against a division rival, I think they're going to come out flat. Mm-hmm. And I think right. Brady will come out firing like he does every single playoff game ever. He's going to open up this game with a challenge because he does it in any, every NFC game so far. And when you're down, when the Rams are down, yeah, it's not that's where it gets interesting. Because yeah. yesterday it was, they were up 14, then they got the crazy pick, pick, pick six, yeah. like some phone over my head. It's insane. insane. I, 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 was, mean, I, I mean, I could have made that. I could have done that as a quarterback of the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, I could And then, I could Jeez, good Lord. And, um, and here's the best part. Aaron Donald didn't rush on that play. That's the sickening <laughs> part about it, is that oh. he didn't even rush. He dropped back. Crazy. Yeah, the, the running the running back just fell down, and he was like, "All right, you're yeah." Right, Troy Weeder yeah, was so, like, "I'm just gonna kill you, and it's fine." Yeah, it was like if the if if the Rams are up seven fourteen against the Bucks, Rams all day. Yeah, but I think the Bucks yeah. will come out on top first, and then when Stanford's forced to like when he feels like I have to come from behind and get this win, yeah. that's where I kind of get worried for Stafford yeah. because the same thing with Russell Wilson where he just then tries yeah. to do too much at it. one yeah. time and he'll start forcing things, yeah. and then he'll slowly like. Well, Brady yep. will keep it consistent. So I have Brady slightly because of that. Absolutely. But again, if again if Rams come out 14-0, yeah, by all means and, they and, have and, it, and that's an interesting thing, right? And I thought the Rams, I am as much as I'm concerned about the offense because I think McVeigh and and maybe this is just me being staff the Stafford guy, and that's fine if that's what I'm being, and you can call me out on it if you want. But I have th- I have thought in games this year that McVeigh has gotten too much in love 
with the thought of Matthew Stafford throwing a deep bomb for 75 yards and a touchdown. I don't know if you've seen that in times, but I feel like there have been drives in games where you're backed up in the 15 yard line and you know, you just need to kind of run the ball on first down just to kind of get some momentum, right? Get three, mm-hmm. four yards. And instead we're taking deep shots for 15, 20, 35 yards. And I'm like, as much as I love that in the thought of it, maybe that's not the best idea ideology wise mm-hmm. to get the drive going, right? Like they ran the ball so well yesterday and Arizona completely collapsed, right? That's a whole separate story, but I'm not going to take away from the fact that the Rams from the onset literally came in and went, listen, we're going to, we have to run the football. We have to be balanced. I'm not going to buy into, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, that people said that Stafford didn't throw the ball enough. I will never understand how that's, how that's a thing. I mean, but it is what it is, but I felt like there was a concerted game plan by McVay and the offensive side to go, listen, we have to run the ball. We have to stay with the run. We have to continue to mix up the looks, right? We got to go in the gun and run the inside zones. We have to run our motions and our jet sweeps and then set up the pass, put Stafford mm-hmm. under center where he's been very good as of late under center rather than in the gun. And maybe instead of the 85 yard bomb, maybe we take the 15 yard out route. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. we do that instead. I just, I sometimes worry that it's like, he it's like the idea of, Oh man, we're going to hit Odell or Van Jefferson against the bears week one, where they just aired it out. Like nobody's business. That's not the way to win this game. I against no. Tampa. However, I will say that they will have to throw the ball to win this game because Tampa's yeah. run defense is phenomenal. That's that's the thing too, is yeah. yesterday when you can open up with a 25 yard run and you can run yeah. all down Arizona, it helps out where it's like, okay, now oh, yeah, play everything open. else is play yeah. actions and everything. I think in this game, the run's going to be not stopped, but very much slowed down to the point where it's, yes. you're going to come into a lot of third and sevens. Yeah. You're going to have to convert a lot of third and five pluses. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if they're going to be able to do that. Cause it's weird. Cause when you watch Tampa, maybe it's cause it was just against the Eagles, but mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Tampa football yeah. and they never seem like they're ever in third and six. No, never. They're it's always in third and three. Yeah, it's always third and three, third and two, like every yeah. single time. So yeah. I, that's where I give bucks at the slight edges. I just never think sticks and i'm and i'm also a little bit concerned about the rams defense and i think the rams defense i mean like i said right stafford in this last four games does not look great right i think he had eight touchdowns and eight picks that's not good that's not winning football Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination but i will say that in that niners game if we want to cherry pick a game right that everyone's kind of talking about like you saw the you saw two sides of that right you saw good rams in that game and you saw very bad rams in that game the rams go down and score and then they let jimmy garoppolo with a minute left go right down the field and score on them that mm-hmm. can't ha- that can't happen. We can't see Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Leonard Floyd all disappear on a two minute drive. Cannot mm-hmm. happen. Brady is a duck. He is going to stand there. He is not going to move. We all know this. They have to be able to rush four and get home. That is mm-hmm. the number one thing because their secondary is beat up a little bit. You got Eric Weddle's fat ass out there playing safety right now. I know they're going to get Taylor Rapp back. David Long's playing well. You've got Jalen Ramsey. But at the same time, if you let Brady stand back there for five seconds, every pass play, you're dead. There is a zero. I don't care how good Stafford plays. Stafford could throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns. They're not going to win that football game. It mm-hmm. is not going to happen. So it is so important. I think that the Rams are able to stifle Brady early. And like you said, get a lead. If they go mm-hmm. up by 10, I'll be like, okay, now maybe we have a little bit of a cushion here. So maybe we can afford a mistake, right? We can afford a fumble. Yeah. We can afford that pick. If they go down by 10, 
it's going to get to a situation where I think McVay goes into a phase and Stafford goes into a phase. Oh, we got to go gun. We got to go five wide and they got to throw the ball. And them going five wide is a disaster in this matchup in particular. Mm-hmm. No, 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, I would love to say that Stafford comes out and plays well. I think he is going to play well. I thought, I thought he played well against them the last time. I think that, um, but I think Brady knowing what they're going to do. It's it, to me, it comes down to Brady, not Byron Leftwich, but Tom Brady versus Raheem Morris. And I think Brady has that edge Raheem Morris yeah. DC for the Rams. Yeah. And so with all the experience that they have, Brady's in another level. I, I, I have the bucks here. I'm going to say the bucks 31 Rams uh, 27. Yeah. I have the same uh, number difference. I have like 28, 24. But yeah. 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 I, I just, I just look at it. Yeah. I just, I'm just, for me, it's too hard for me to be so confident. Knowing how well the Rams played on Monday night, for me, it's still too hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, definitely Rams. Because yeah. we've seen both sides. Now, they beat the, they beat the Bucks. Now, now maybe we're talking a little bit, and depending mm-hmm. on that matchup, because that's a whole different ballgame. But you gotta, we got to see it. We gotta the funny thing it. is, if, if you're the Rams, if you're rooting for the Rams, you kind of want the Packers to win that. Because I don't think they can beat the Rams again. Yeah, I don't. I just think it's like one of those things where I feel like if you play the Niners again, at least it's the devil you know compared to the devil you don't. And it's like, are they going to sure. beat us three times? It's hard to beat a team yeah. three times. It really shouldn't it have is. beat them last time if we're being 100% honest with ourselves. Yeah. But either way, to your point, right? It's like, well, do we maybe want to see the Packers? But the Packers beat the sh- living dog shit out of the Rams last time they played. So I don't, they really, did. They, I don't really know if they want to see that in Lambeau again. Now, no. luckily, I will say this in defense of the Rams here um, Stafford knows how to play in Lambeau. He's done mm-hmm. it for his entire career. So if there's a guy who now does like Odell him, know how to play? <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I will give Odell a lot of credit here. Him and Stafford together the last couple of weeks have really started to gel. The Baltimore mm-hmm. game, I thought they looked really good. This game against Arizona, the last game against even in San Francisco, I thought that connection is really starting to develop a little bit. And Odell as a number two with Cup is really, really deadly. I really wish we could have mm-hmm. seen Robert Woods in this offense together because I think it would have been yeah. pretty darn neat. But okay, mm-hmm. biggest matchup of the weekend by far. Um, rematch of the AFC title game. We got Chiefs. We got Bills. I mean, talk about having two teams as hot as they could possibly be going into this game. I mean, let's set the stage, right? Bills haven't not scored a touchdown in 37 possessions, it feels like. The Chiefs walking touchdowns already, right? And you, I mean, you be, honestly, their playoff wins to me weren't anything all that shocking necessarily. Now him, now them beating New England by a gajillion was a little shocking, but them winning was not to me. No, I mean them winning without kicking a field goal, turning the ball, right, right, right. hunting yeah, yeah, is insane. Yeah. That's a total, like just total dominance. Yes. Seven straight touchdowns is insane, but yeah, yes. The last like fifteen against New England, they haven't punted. Isn't that crazy? That is insane to me. Where it's just like, hey, man, Josh Allen just. Your defense Figured is not working. Yeah. 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 Josh like, I know how to beat you guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then you got the Chiefs on the other side, right? I thought the first half looked like absolute garbage against Pittsburgh. Let them try to hang in the game, and I was like, what is this, right? The pick six was, was bad. Not necessarily his fault. JJ or TJ mm-hmm. Watt made a great play, but still. And I was like, even though it was 21-7, I believe, at the half, I was like, mm, this game really, if you're playing any other good team, would be probably 14-14. Mm-hmm. Um. So I honestly, I think the bills should be favorites here. I I don't, I mean, because I'm looking at this and I go, you can't tell me right now that there is a hotter player in the league than Josh Allen right now. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't do it. He is playing out of his mind, unfortunately. And I say this, unfortunately, 
I just don't know if they're going to be able to get to Mahomes consistently to stifle them if they have an off day. Because this yes. is where Josh Allen needs to take that step in his development as being the next guy. And I don't know if he's going to do that. Where we've yeah. seen Mahomes has already done it. It's until the yeah. Super Bowl is when he shits the bed. Yeah. Here he's still fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, you said no. Yeah, you said you said the perfect word is if Josh Allen wants to take the next step, he comes out and balls in this game. Yes, because no, because historically, (laughs) last year, yep, uh, we went into this game with the same mindset. Oh, it's gonna be a you know 42-41 banger of a game. It's gonna be Mm -hmm. so close, and then Josh Allen did not show up. Nope, Patrick Mahomes did show up, and one of them won by forty-one to nine or whatever the score was. And it wasn't even close. <laughs> Not good. And it was like 42 unanswered points or whatever it was. Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, they went up like 9 or 10 nothing, And everyone's like, oh, see, Buffalo's ready to go. And then the Chiefs just went touchdown, touchdown. And everybody went, oh, okay, so this game's over. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it, uh, this is all on Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen has the ability and the team around him oh, yeah. to – yeah. to move the ball around. The, the, listen, this Chiefs defense is not very good. Nope. I'll just throw that out there. They let Jamar Chase go for 266 on them. They only scored three against Tennessee's weaky defense. Yeah, don't um, read too much into that Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh's offense is yeah. absolutely dumb. Pittsburgh's offense, you know, because Big Ben can't throw the ball forward. So And it, and you could see it. There are points where they're like, all right, we're down 21-7. What are we going to do? Run, 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 punt, because we don't trust anything else. You know, Najee Harris had like 60% of their offensive carries or like offensive snaps that he actually was a primary ball carrier. That is insane (laughs) to me where it goes, all you, dude, all you. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's almost like it's like the Raiders would have had a little bit of a better shot, even though they got decimated the two times they met Kansas City. But uh, but no, I think this is all on Josh Allen. I don't even think this is much about Kansas City. Kansas City is the home team, the experienced team. It's all on. Josh Allen goes out there and did what he did last week and just scored touchdowns. I don't know if he can beat the Bills. Yeah, and that and really that's it, right? Is is being able to match, right? And it's not even so much that you gotta you gotta go seven for seven. That's not what no. we're saying. What I am, what I think we're we're kind of hinting at though is listen, Kansas State's gonna score. There, mm-hmm. there, there's no chance that they're just going to be like, oh, we only scored 12. Like that's not gonna happen in this game. I would be stunned if it did. Let me put it that way. However, it's when Kansas City hits a 60-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill for a touchdown, can you go on that eight-play, six-minute drive and go score mm-hmm. and respond yeah. and take that body blow and say, nope, not this time? Because mm-hmm. in my mind, Josh Allen and the Bills are, are in harmony right now where they go as each other goes, meaning if they can't get – if Josh Allen plays like crap, the Bills aren't going anywhere. If Josh mm-hmm. Allen shows up, the Bills are probably the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah. It's, it's that it's that reality of it, right? Especially at the AFC. Yeah, and I think the Bills. The tough thing for Josh Allen, the Bills, is you have to go into the game as the Kansas City effect to an extent of, yeah. all right. So we're just going to net you thirty-five points. Like yeah. we're just going to net you about thirty-five to Kansas yeah. City, yeah. give or take, maybe forty-two, but more likely thirty-five. So we have to at least get to thirty-five, and then we'll talk. Yeah. You know, like that, and right. go heavy and that having to have that mindset going in right. is extremely difficult. And it makes you because, one-dimensional. Yeah, because you go into the Patriots game and it goes, all right, 17 can probably get it done. So you can run the ball. Yeah. You can move the ball around. Right. You know, the Patriots only scored more than 24, I think, three times this year. Crazy right. like that. So it's like, all right, 17, 24, that's really all you need. To, like, this Kansas City is like 35, 42. Yeah. Yeah. And so going in, having that mindset. I gotta go score 30. I gotta go score 40. That's a tough mindset to overcome in a game like this. 
Right. And, and, and like you said, right. And if we're looking at the deficiencies of Buffalo in particular, they don't run the ball effectively at all. Right. They've had a, they've had a, right. They've had a slew of running backs. Right. And now Singletary has, has kind of separated himself to be the top guy, but like you're saying though, Mike, it really hasn't blown up by any stretch, right? You made Mm -hmm. a fantastic point last week on the show though, talking about their win over new England and saying that they need to incorporate this read option stuff a hell of a lot more. And I hope they do because that is a hidden part of their, their offensive identity that can really spur their, their, their movement, right? Because if Josh Allen has to drop back and throw the ball 45 times, I don't think that's a successful recipe because then it's your four, your, you know, I don't think you should go into this game. If you're, if you're Buffalo thinking we have to match offensive uh, explosiveness with Kansas city, you're just not built the same way. Right. So I think if you, if you're just, listen, every time they score, we can respond and take that clock away. Right. Let me ask you this, because I think this is one of those games where it matters a little bit coin toss, you win it, you kick in or you get in the ball the second half. Or are you are you receiving and get the ball second half? Uh, I think if you're Buffalo, you receive. Okay. Interesting. I think if you're Kansas City, you kick. Okay. Okay. Um, you think you want Buffalo just to get off and you go score, send the message like, all right. Yeah, go score, team. put up seven, and go. All right, now now answer because yeah, I think yeah. Kansas City is a slow starting team generally, mm-hmm. and so if you if you score seven, and you go, all right, pressure's on, and mm-hmm. for some reason they go three and out, something crazy yeah, happens yeah. where they a dumb tipped up interception whatever it happens or whatever right, and right. then you go out now you're down 14-0 it's like other pressure's on you yes scored like now now we're initiating the game instead of the reverse where yeah. i think if you kicked it if kansas city goes on and scores now the pressure's all on you yeah and you're the road team so it's even tougher so i think yeah, you have to get gonna loud it's gonna be you gotta you gotta you gotta find a way to silence the crowd yeah early and yeah. get this to uh 17 14 type game at half like that's mm-hmm. that's a dream scenario for buffalo and yeah. buffalo has done everything they could to address this right they had greg rousseau in the draft right you you just add pass rusher i mean aj finesse is on this team you, you've got so much pass rushing ability you you've really tried to do anything you can to force mahomes to be uncomfortable right mm-hmm. i am very interested in this game because I want to see, I would like to go back and get coaches film on this game in the Super Bowl, depending on how this plays out and to see what McDermott took from Todd Bowles, mm-hmm. to see what, what he could do to kind of stifle Mahomes like they did in the Super Bowl and what maybe they tried to do and just didn't work or that the Kansas City's figured out because I think the hidden element of this whole thing is Kansas City for the first time in the Mahomes era has actually gone through some adversity lose a few games in a row. Mahomes is throwing a ton of picks. You come off the Super Bowl loss. You're not blowing teams out by 35. You know, Kansas City has had to evolve and had to adjust. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that and where you think they're at. I mean, are they still for you Super Bowl favorites? Are they just AFC AFC favorites? Where where do they line up for you in terms of who's ever left in the the playoffs right now going into this weekend? Where are they at? Mm -hmm. Because they're, they're very like much like the Rams where when they're playing at their best, no one's beating them. Yeah. But when there's other games where Mahomes all of a sudden turns into, you know, uh, you know, Alex Smith and you go, mm-hmm. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I have, see, I have the Packers as like my lead favorites in front of everybody. Okay. The, the Chiefs are kind of clumped in with like mm-hmm. just about everyone else outside of the Bengals where I'm like, you, yeah. you can be tough on Sundays, but some days you don't show up. Yeah. So it's like, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and you made an interesting point about the Chiefs where, 
they had a really down year. Mm-hmm. I think this game is so big for the Bills, and the Bills almost have to win. Yes. Because if the Chiefs win this game, yeah, and then they beat Tennessee, mm-hmm. and they go to the Super Bowl and say win or lose, they yeah. they play the Packers, they win or they lose. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me that the Chiefs' worst year, yeah, where you had right. where you went three and five to start the year, <laughs> right. they end up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you go, oh crap! <laughs> and you go, you go. So this was our best shot to beat them, and we still couldn't do it. Yeah, like the worst team they're gonna have probably the next ten years is what people look like. Yeah, because no, they're never gonna start three, two, and five ever again. Yeah, and you as still long as could. Mahomes is healthy, exactly. As long as Mahomes is healthy, and you and they got to the Super Bowl still, so you have to eliminate. You yeah, have to eliminate them now. So now, now the pressure's on. If 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 Buffalo pulls, I'll say the upset. I, I think what is the spread on this game? It's gotta be like two and a half. It's two. Two? I was close. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. Not being a Vegas guy, that's pretty good. Um, if Buffalo wins this game, though, does that automatically think, okay, this is their year where now, like, you have to get it done? Almost? Like, I think they have to get it done regardless, right? I think Buffalo, they didn't go all in necessarily kind of like, like the Rams did, but they definitely went all in in the sense of, no, no, like, we're, we're doing everything we can to stop Kansas City. Like, that that's mm-hmm. the goal, right? Um, do you feel like then if they don't win the Super Bowl, then you're like, oh, man, it's going to be really tough to get back to here. Because, you know, to your point, Kansas City's never going to have an off year like this that we anticipate for the next mm-hmm. five years. No, I, I don't think this is necessary. They, like, uh, like this, this isn't like the Phoenix Suns for basketball where it was like you have okay. one run. Yeah. Like, I think the Bills could do this multiple times in yeah. the next, you know, 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as long as Kansas City's on top, I think the Bills have a good chance Agreed. because their team is built to beat the Chiefs yeah. in a certain way. And I think a lot of teams, like I think Tennessee's built to beat the Chiefs. I think a lot of teams have recognized that the Chiefs are the best and mold the team mm-hmm. that's good enough to beat them. Yeah. So that, that's what's interesting about that. Yeah. And I don't think Kansas City will mold into having to beat them. So I think Kansas City is just going to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I don't think this is necessarily their last year. I will say, though, if Bills do win this game, I don't know if they like have the team to beat the Titans. Though. Ooh, that's an interesting. Wow, talk about a boring ass Super Bowl. We got the. Can you imagine? We got the 49ers versus the Titans. <laughs> that's why you gotta have the green. green. <laughs> I got someone in there. Uh, no, I don't want no anybody but I will literally take anybody but Green Bay from the NFC side. Anybody, literally anybody. I will <laughs> a thousand percent. But to your point, I, I you know I digress. But yeah, no, listen. You know, this is an interesting time, right? I think these, we saw the backfiring of that seven seed wild card spot because it was a disaster for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, we saw several blow, we saw three games that were decided by 20 plus points. That's never a, it's never a great look for your, for your playoffs. Yeah. Um, I will say though, a lot of people have been saying like to get rid of the seven. I don't think you should get rid of it. I just think you just saw well, there's a see, drastic so, difference. Yeah, Last year, it, the Bills Colts was a two seven. It was a three point game. Yeah. And uh, Josh Allen right. threw the game away to yeah. Phil Rivers. If Mahomes so, just throw it farther, then yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then <laughs> really, but like, like there was a potential this year where you could have gotten Chiefs Chargers in the first round if like right. stuff lined up the right way. Oh, so yeah. the seven seed could be interesting. Oh yeah, but it's like when you, but it's like expanding the college football playoff where it's like if you do a one through eight, the eight's yeah. never really going to beat the one. No, but like there's that one year where. But yeah, more than likely than not, it's not going to happen. That's kind of how the seven seed is, where it normally won't happen. But you're going to have that that one or two years where like 
you're going to get that major upset. Yeah, no, for sure. Like we saw an upset now, right? Like, you know, I thought Dallas was a bit of an artificial three seed in, in fairness, mm-hmm. right? I never really was super high on them. I thought they played well, but not great. Um, but like looking at them and you go, okay, the Niners are a well-built team. Like I'm looking at everyone who's left, right? And I and on this is not outside of I think Cincinnati because like I said I, this is not a shot against the Bengals. So anybody who's listening from Ohio, it's like oh you don't think the Bengals? I'm like, but they we're looking at it objectively, right? I just don't think they have enough to compete with the Green Bay's, the Kansas City's, the Tampa's. I don't even think necessarily the Rams on on a day, right? Like there's just certain teams that are just not going to beat. Um, mm-hmm. But a good chunk of these teams, though, you look at it and you go, man, it, it's it's not that hard to see any of these teams at the end of the year going, Oh, they won it all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is why this, this specific year of divisional rounds where you're going in and you're just like, man, you, there's just a lot of, a lot of teams where you go, there's so many stories involved, right? The Rogers thing, the Rams going all in, you know, can Buffalo get over the hump? Can the chiefs somehow still win one, even though they've had the worst year under Mahomes? can Brady just maintain and just be the best because he's the best. There's just so many, branches to, to jump onto and to hang on to and be like, Oh man, if we get this matchup, if we get this matchup, we get this matchup. It's just this, this divisional round, maybe it's just because it's, I don't remember last year that well, but like, I'm like, I'm like fully locked in for whatever reason. I, it's just, wow. so remember, like, remember like three weeks where you like, was, this I was, is I'm NFL like, oh, suck and no one cares. You know why I think it was just because I think the lions had won a game. And so I was like, okay, we won a game. We're not going to go on 17. I'm kind of good. Like, I'm just like, I, you know what I mean? It's kind of, mm-hmm. and for me, it's same, similar to the NBA. Like I don't watch a ton of NBA games during the season. Cause it's, it's hard for me, but then when the playoffs go in, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go again. Like it, it mm-hmm. kind of like gives me that, you know, breath of life. Honestly, the Rams winning on Monday also definitely helps that. Cause if the Rams would have lost yesterday, Oh boy, this would have been a rough, rough, rough show. So, and mm-hmm. the Bucks would have won by thirty, but it's fine. Um, but it's it just kind of is what it is. But that's gonna be it for this this quick hitter, though, guys. Uh, we will be back as always Monday uh, with a brand new episode. We're not gonna be talking results, obviously, but we will probably um, do another quick hitter episode next week to talk AFC and NFC conference championship games. So, hopefully, we're talking uh, Rams 49ers. <laughs> championship game whoa we're talking, uh, 49ers. we're talking i said we're hoping i didn't say it's gonna happen i said we're I'm gonna hoping. get bills Bengals on the other side <laughs> and everyone's gonna taking, not watch taking the all the NCAA. taking all the upsets yeah we got rams Bengals in the super bowl and everybody goes and phil yes. burrow wins the super bowl oh no that's not, that would be the thing too that would definitely be the thing too the Bengals win up oh, stafford sucks can't he walked to a super bowl he can't win it it's just <laughs> ridiculous can't i can't wait because i just i i don't know if you see my twitter activity lately but it's been i've been i've been going hard i've been going hard going hard just a little bit mostly on facebook right. a little bit oh, a little i was gonna bit. say as hard as i am no 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 i it just it, for me it's just i i find it amazing how we can somehow it's it's one of those things for me as a diehard stafford guy right where it's like oh well he's he's never gonna be good enough to win the division they win the division oh well he didn't really win the division i'm like okay well, well, well i mean he won enough <laughs> games where he didn't need to necessarily beat the 49ers to get there Oh well, he's never he never going to play again. Okay, wins five game. Okay, well he didn't he didn't throw enough, so that doesn't count. Like they didn't need him to win. I go well. Someone had to throw three touchdowns. Someone had to someone had to run the offense. I mean, he had a perfect passer rating, and they had three drop passes in that game. I go at some point, it's like okay, well, Jeremy Garoppolo threw eight passes and got to a Super Bowl. I don't care anymore because mm-hmm. if the quarterback wins crowd wants to give me that 
guys like Garoppolo are better than Stafford, then you can't then also criticize Stafford for a quote unquote, not doing enough. That doesn't, Mm -hmm. that doesn't compute to me. So it's either, did he win or not? That's what you want to go by. Then he won. So that's the reality of it, but we'll, we'll, I'll get off my soapbox. That'll be a conversation for another day, but um, that's going to be it for this quick hitter though, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. This is the first year. I think we've actually broken down the divisional games on a quick hitter. Usually we just save it for the NFC and AFC conference games. So hope you enjoyed it. It's usually because you don't watch them. Yeah, I know. It's because I suck. Yeah. It's fine. All right. You want to shoot? You want to shoot your shot? You shoot your shot. All right. Okay. It's fine. Whatever. It's, you yeah, know, whatever. You know, listen, mm-hmm. be nice. I'm old. Okay. But, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's going to be it, though, guys. Um, we'll be back next week, as always. Uh, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking that Dallas stuff. We're going to be talking about the, the fallout of the wild card round for some of the losers. We may be talking some basketball and some trade news, rumors, and that kind of thing. We got some stuff on deck. So Mike's shaking his head right now. Like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I, I got stuff. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's going to be it for this quick hitter, though, guys. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. I am the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeika. We will see you guys, as always next time.